you want a relationship, let them know. If you want to just hook up and, and kind of be friends with benefits, let them know. Like, if you're wanting something in the middle, let them know. It's like, just really share exactly what you want because then both parties know they're both aware they're both on the same page it's like it's at the end of the day it's like just communication and it's some people are just really bad communicators welcome to mindfully chaotic i'm amanda marie new england-based intuitive healer community builder manifestation artist and founder of wicked smart wellness Life is a journey unique to each and every one of us with ups and downs and curves and an infinite amount of possibilities. I know firsthand what it's like to feel defeated, but I've learned how to challenge life and create opportunities in abundance for myself as I move forward down any and every path I choose. My intention is to guide you to harness your own power to create for yourself the journey that you thought was only possible in your dreams. Growth does not need to happen alone, so between myself and occasional guests from the community, I will share with you the tools to shift your mindset, strengthen your intuition, and bring forward all of your intentions. When you live and speak your truth, what you say and do will manifest. Thank you for listening to Mindfully Chaotic. Whether you've been looking for the one or looking for some fun over the last few years, then you know that the dating scene is absolutely chaotic. And that has a lot to do with the fact that online dating has completely changed the game. Today's guest has a podcast of her own where she chats about dating, intimacy, relationships, and raw lifestyle conversations. As someone who is constantly talking to people about this stuff, she understands the importance of boundaries, online dating, expectations, and, you know, how to maintain healthy relationships or situationships. So it's with great honor and great pleasure that I introduce to you today's guest, the host of My Naked Mindset, Janae Ledger. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mindfully Chaotic. I'm Amanda Marie, and today I'm sitting down with Janae Ledger. And we have quite a fun conversation in store because we're going to talk about what no one really wants to talk about, what no one really wants to do anymore. And that is dating in 2022, because dating right now is, if you ask anyone who's dating right now, they're going to tell you that it is quite the scene. So I am sitting down with Janae. She has her own podcast called The Naked Mindset. She touches upon all of these raw topics, these serious topics, and just like dives in. So I thought it would be fun to get her on here today so that we can talk about the dating scene, all of the fun things that that entails, and we'll just go from there. So hello, Janae. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining. I actually listened to your podcast (laughs) and I was so excited when you said that you would be on the show. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. So I think like the first thing I kind of want to start with is just um, because we were talking about how dating right now is quite frankly a shit show. (laughs) Anyone who I talk to that is dating is like, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, so before we weigh on that, I would actually love to ask what your current relationship status is. Ooh, so I am actually in a relationship, probably it's been about a year and a half now, but we on a dating app and before I met him, it was just an utter shit show. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. So, okay. Perfect segue to online dating. You met him on a dating app. Oh my God. Yes. This is the topic because online dating has to be one of the most horrific things <laughs> to ever exist. It's, it is a battle. It really is. It's it, like, it goes well for like a tiny bit. And then you like end up getting ghosted like 10 times in a row. And you're like, okay, what, what is happening here? Really though, it's so true. I mean, I myself have dealt with it. I have quite a few friends who are currently trying to date and everyone you talk to is just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a disaster out there. <laughs> and I'm talking like men and women are saying the same thing. It's not even like one or the other. Like, I think we've all started to collectively agree that this is just like, it doesn't even make sense though. How could it be so bad for all of us? It's, and it's so hard too, because I think that there's quote unquote, so many options out there, or at least that's what people think. Right. So it's like, oh, well, if I, you know, if I'm talking to one person and then this other person comes up, well, I can just stop talking to that first person and start to the, you know, talk to the second person and just completely ghost or, you know, just, people are just so easy to jump to the next person and the next person and what's better and what's you know who's hotter and and who has a better career it's so hard to like genuinely like get to know someone these days yeah I think that online dating has created some extreme commitment issues because everyone just wants to keep their doors open and just see what else is out there at all times it seems that people have trouble sticking to something when they know that they all they have to do is swipe and there's another option right there waiting for them I, I tend to see that a lot these days definitely and that's what makes it hard it's like how am I supposed to get to know someone when it's so easy to just like not them anymore it's so easy to just like oh well my options are open so let's let's talk to 15 different people and then like not actually meet up and then be a pen pal, which is the worst. Oh my gosh. The pen, the pen pals are the worst in all seriousness. Like I, it's not, that's not dating. Right. Like, I'm not here to talk to you and to get to know, like, here's the thing. When you start building a relationship just by like, just by some virtual conversation, you are not getting to know that person. They are thinking about each and every word as particularly as possible before they send it to you. And they are making sure that they tell you exactly the story that they believe that you want to hear. Or at least that's my experience. I shouldn't generalize it, but so far that's what I have seen happen when it comes to that. And it's, yeah, that, yeah, it's rough. It's totally, it's a tough world, especially nowadays. It's like, it's so different than, you know, dating 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It's completely different. And it's like, when you actually do meet someone out in the, I call it the wild, like when you're like out, you know, with friends or whatever at the bar, or at the restaurant, whatever, at a party, it's like, if you actually meet someone in person, it's almost like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, this is weird. Cause I feel like so many people nowadays, I don't know if you have experience with this, but so many of my friends um, and stuff have met on a dating app. It's just, it is what it is, but it's so hard. I feel like now, even I've been out of the dating world for, you know, you call it a year and a half. Um, and it's, it's different even a year and a half ago than when I was on the app. So. That is so true, honestly. 
I, I also think that we live in a world right now where people are afraid to approach one another in person. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't, they don't know how to, you don't know how to start a conversation. We don't know how to hold a conversation. Like it's act, it's just so much more awkward. And I mean, I personally not awkward for me. Like I'd much rather that like, come on up to me, like let's chat in person. That is definitely how I would like to meet someone. But I feel like you don't see it happening as much anymore. And like you said, when you do hear of it, it's almost a shock because it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, you didn't meet on hinge. You didn't meet on Tinder. Like that's bizarre. agree with you 100% and it is like a rare occasion like I think a good way to meet someone is like through friends like friends of friends of friends or, you know what I mean like it is nice if you can get like a recommendation it sounds weird but like oh hey you know you're single and I know this guy who's single and I think you guys would be a great fit and and kind of spreading that out there like manifesting it and telling people hey I'm single um, you know, if you know anyone, like, definitely, like, let me know. Um, and I think just really letting the world know that you're single, if you're looking, if you, you know, want a relationship, really just like, tell your people, you know, I think that's a good way to find someone. That's awesome. I do think that's a lost art, like getting set up by someone else. Right? And the funny thing is, that's an even better matchmaker than an online site, because it's someone who knows this person knows you and like for some reason believes that you would be compatible so that's a pretty that's a pretty intense like meetup if you ask me someone sitting there taking the time to be like you know what I think you two would get along versus you know a dating app is just putting whoever is in your area that like if you have maybe certain things set it's following that and just giving you it based on your algorithm which I mean so far that hasn't worked for me. It did work for you though. So yeah. I won't say it doesn't work. And I do see that it does work for some people, but I, like you said, even in the last year and a half, it appears to be getting worse. It is. I, I, I can't even imagine going on the apps right now. Like I would love, like I have a, a few friends that are single and I'm like, I haven't seen them in a little bit, but I'm like, when I do see them, I'm like, I want to see your dating apps. I want to see what's out there. So they send me some stuff and I'm like, oh, wow, it's, it's wild out there. So Hinge has a voice prompt setting now. Yes. It has to be one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever, honestly, I think it's the one thing that kept me on Hinge. I was like ready to delete it. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm over this. But then I'm like, this is just pure entertainment. Like when I'm sitting with my friends, sometimes we will sit through and actually go through and just click on some of the voice prompts. <laughs> that must be so entertaining. I almost wish that I could like have a fake profile which I wouldn't do because that's just rude but like just to see the stuff out there because I loved like just seeing all of the weird things people say the weird pictures I mean I feel like I've seen it all and and I feel like I haven't now though because I'm like contradicting myself but I feel like there's just so much newness like the voice prompts I'm sure they're so I would love to see them hear them rather it's hilarious (laughs) Janae it is hilarious like when I tell you when some people put them on my favorite part is like one of the things that me and my friend always say like when we're clicking through together because it's honestly quite the laugh we're always just like they did they play it back to themselves and think like yeah yeah let me post that this one's gonna get them like it makes you wonder like they're on there saying the most wild things that you're like no way no way they sat there and was like yeah I'm gonna post this this is this is it this is gonna get me the one (laughs) so funny and I'm sure you can like because a voice or like a laugh if they laugh in it that is 
like some people will not date someone if they hate their voice. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I've literally heard this. I listened to this podcast and this girl's like, if he has a bad voice, she's like, I can't date him. <laughs> See, the thing is, I understand it. I can't relate because there's not really anything aside from personality that can make me not date someone. I'm willing to give anyone a chance if I feel like we connect, if I feel like there's something there, if they can make me laugh, if it's a good, you know what I mean? I'm willing to give anyone a chance. However, I also love a good voice, you know? So I can understand that. Like I wouldn't not date someone because of it, but I would definitely be very happy. So it is nice to kind of hear that ahead of time sometimes. Totally. It is and definitely nice. See how they talk. Too. I mean, as opposed to the surprise too, because the surprise can be a little stressful because you start yeah. romanticizing this person based on like anything, whether it's their profile, how they look or what they've said to you, whatever it is. And then you meet up and they catch you off guard. And it's, that, that is, I mean, I guess I can kind of see it. I feel bad that there's people out there being judged for that, but I guess everyone's allowed to have things that they're into and things that they're not. So if that can help help weed it out for them then why not I guess definitely yeah there's so many different things people are into and not into it's so I'm always so intrigued by it yeah and I think that it's important to remember that that is okay however the online dating aspect has given us too many options so it's Mm -hmm. like people get a little too picky like you can't just go through that profile and start like nitpicking each and everything about a person like that is so it's a lot no I totally agree and it is it is hard like when someone is so unbelievably picky it's like what do you think you're gonna find I'm sorry but in my opinion this is my opinion I don't think anyone will ever be perfect they will never check off every single box and be this perfect human and just you know treat you well and look good and have a great career and have all their shit together and have a how it's just there's always going to be something that's maybe not your favorite or, you know, I'm willing to deal with that. Right. Or like just something. And I just think no one is ever going to be this perfect. Like there might be a, and and it, it could be a small thing or it could be like a, all right, they have some baggage, but they're perfect in every other way. Right. Yeah. And that's important to keep in mind I do think that that's another thing with all of the options out there everyone's so quick to throw away anyone for like the smallest little thing as if we don't all have baggage like everyone has baggage even if you think you don't have baggage you have baggage if you're listening to this right now and you're like oh I don't have baggage that's bullshit you have baggage (laughs) we all have baggage of some sort and I'm not saying that any of like our baggage has to be anyone else's responsibility Right. All I'm saying is like, I do think it's important to like weigh all of the factors out before you make decisions based on that. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Oh my gosh. Dating online dating. So you did it. You found, you found him on there. Like you did it. I sure did. Oh, it was a diamond in the rust. So I think I would love to use this as a segue for you to tell us one of your favorite online dating horror stories because I know you have at least one if not many oh god which one do I share first (laughs) Uh, so like a date or like just you can pick whatever you want honestly um I mean the one that sticks out to me is I went on five dates in like two weeks like we kind of just like kept hanging out right 
And I kind of saw some red flags, like looking back on it, of course, because you always do that when you're on dates, you're like, oh, this person's so great, blah, blah, blah. And then like you, you know, it ends and you kind of look back and you're like, oh, wow, there was a lot of things that were not okay. I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we just, like I said, we kept hanging out. We did like dinner dates and like we got some drinks, whatever. Um, And then the fifth date, he has a boat. So we went out in the ocean area we like docked the boat at a beach probably were on the beach for I don't know call it four or five hours and I'm not like a heavy drinker by any means uh, I probably had like two drinks this guy had probably like eight or nine and I was just like, whoa like I was just like all right like you you have to drive your boat and you have to you know drive back to your house so I was kind of like oh gosh so you know, we're getting, we got off the boat, he put it on his truck, and he's, like, saying goodbye to me, right, so I was sitting in my car in the driver's seat, he was, like, standing right next to me outside the car, and my old car had, like, a glitch on, like, the window, and so it started to glitch out, so, like, went up, down, up, down, he thought that I was, like, messing with him, and he literally, out of nowhere, slapped me in the face. What? Every time I tell this story, I feel horrified. Okay, that is not where I saw that going. I mean, there's a lot of messed up things that alcohol can bring someone to do, but I I did not expect you to say he was going to slap you in the face. It was, I was so caught off guard. Like I, in the moment, I didn't even know what happened. Like I knew what happened, but I was just like so caught off guard. And I, thankfully we drove separately because I almost drove with him. He was like, oh, like, just meet me at my house. We'll go together. And thank God, something in my gut told me, Janae, drive yourself. Just meet him at the, the beach area. And I thank God I did. So I literally just, like, sped off. Like, I was already in my car, thankfully. And I just, like, vroomed off. And I was like, I mean, that guy clearly has some major issues that he needs to deal with. And it was just, like, a kind of a wake-up call. Like, you just never know, like, what someone is going to do, say, like, act, especially in, like, a drinking situation. So, it, I mean, it, I learned a lot from it, but that was by far the worst. Thing. Well, I think that that's interesting because it does bring up the, the realization that you start going on these dates with people online and building these relationships, but you're building a relationship with a stranger. And I think sometimes... We forget that when you dive in and it feels all fun and you get that quick little honeymoon phase and you start hanging out more and this is great, but you don't actually know them. And I have like mixed emotions on that in general about like getting to know someone because it's like on one end of things, how long do you go? But on the other end of things, you don't actually get to know them in only a couple of weeks. So, I mean, when someone shows you that in the first couple of weeks, there you go. Um, I was, oh, I dodged a bullet. And then like, that's tough next day he was like oh let's go on the boat again bubble and I was like bro like this is done like I would not deal with that and like plus people who you know are in those sort of situations and definitely like get the help that's what I can just suggest is get the help you need you know tell someone communicate that but it was just way too much for me <laughs> no I agree especially when you don't even know the person um you know it's <laughs> it's funny because like I have been on some very odd dates. Um, mm-hmm. 
I definitely have some interesting stories that I could tell as well. And then I also can relate to just being that awful person that like would needed to, shouldn't be dating because I needed to be working on myself and my own healing. And then a little too much alcohol gets involved. And then you start like not really acting yourself. And I've been that person. And that's not a, in a that's not a fun place to be. So right. If you are that person, as Janae was saying, I do find it important to seek the help that seek, let me, ugh, sorry, seek the help that you need mm-hmm. because that's really what it does come down to. Like whoever that was, like literally needs help. Like that was oh. like not an acceptable reaction. That's not acceptable behavior. Like you, right. but like the thing is, that's just like, whew, like physical, that's taking it to the, that's a top-notch level. Like there's a lot of bad things you can do. Like, I mean, I've, like I said, I have some embarrassing moments that I can reflect on, but you can't be slapping people in the face. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> like what? I mean, I'm not saying you can be yelling at people or saying like inappropriate things and doing stuff like that either, but like slapping in the face is like top level, like unacceptable. And the fact that that happened to you on a date after you started kind of, you know, you felt like to to go on his boat. Right. Yes, that too. And that's what kind of is scary. And that's a scary reminder to people. Like you were comfortable enough to go on his boat Mm -hmm. and he was comfortable enough to slap you in the face. Like that's wild. It's (laughs) wild. Or maybe four years ago. And still to this day, every single time I tell it, I just, every single person has the same reaction and it's like oh like oh my god and it's it's crazy it's insane um I can I really share one ex- more. I really didn't expect that yeah I can share one more quick one too if you'd yeah, like yeah, do it do it do it okay so again a dating app guy we chatted for a little bit we went out for I think it was just drinks and um, you know, it actually kind of went well. He was a really nice guy. We like ended up seeing fireworks, which was super like kind of uh, spontaneous and it was cute. Got some pizza at the end of the night. He like walked me home to my house. I didn't actually like walk to my house. Like I kind of like walked off a little bit because I'm a, I'm like, I don't want people, everyone to know where I live like the first date. Anyways, so a few days later, you know, we were still chatting. We actually had a second date planned, but I kind of, you know, I was kind of keeping my, my options open at the time. And I was kind of upfront about that. Like, Hey, like, I'm not just going to like put all my eggs in one basket. Like I am, you know, talking to other men. I was very open about it, very transparent. Um, and then I ended up changing one of my like hinge profile pictures and he went off on me like how are you changing your profile picture you're clearly still looking at other dudes like just literally went off on me like blocked me was like I'm not you know going on a second date with you like this is bullshit like just all this stuff and I'm like I was upfront with how I you know was dating other or looking for other people like going on other dates and like he just like didn't respect that and he just went off on me that is so wild too. See, and oh, I love that you just chose this story as an example because this actually brings up an extremely important point, and that is just being upfront about your intentions from the beginning. Yeah, that is one of the biggest reasons that I think online dating is disastrous right now because everyone just like makes it into a game. Just say totally. what you want. Just say what you want. Do you exactly. want something serious, or do you just want to have fun? Because guess what? Maybe I'd be down for either. 
But when you say you want one thing and then I start like focusing on that and then you're looking for the other, like now we're all getting confused and emotions start getting all mixed up and things start getting wicked crazy. I mean, I actually was dating someone once who like at the beginning of the relationship, like kind of early on, actually, like kind of like looking back, I'm like, this was early on for this anyway. So it's like, but he was like, yeah, you know, like, are you seeing anyone else? And I was like, no not right now, but it wasn't because I was committed to him. It was just because I wasn't seeing anyone else yet. They're just genuinely, I'm very busy. I'm a single mom that owns my own business. It's very hard for me to make free time as it is. So I'm very specific usually when I do make that free time. But anyway, he was like, are you seeing someone? No. Okay. Like just wondering, yeah, me either. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to delete my hinge for now. Mm. And I'm like, oh, like, that's, that's cool. I mean, I didn't ask you, I'm not going to ask you to do that, but if that's what you want, oh, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna. And I'm like, okay, but like, I didn't ask for that. And he was like, no, like, you know, and he was looking for something on the more serious side. I originally wasn't, we hung out a few times and I started to kind of like him. I started to kind of like him. Um, right from the beginning though, he was like very, very direct about like what his expectations were, what he was, picky about like what his reservations were like just anything so stuff I should have acknowledged that right away anyway but regardless um I had that kind of like insecurity because I was like oh this is weird like I didn't want to like him but I'm starting to catch feelings and now he's making me feel like he doesn't like me as much so I did something that I didn't want to do which was check his hinge and I saw that he updated his profile a bunch of times and I was like like a bunch of times like more than once so I was like okay and I let it go I didn't call it out for a while yeah, yeah. And I, you know, a little more time passed and it starts getting to the point where I feel like you either decide whether or not we're going to be serious or not, because oh, like, totally. we've been hanging enough times that like, we should have this conversation about like what we are. Mm-hmm. So maybe I brought it up at the wrong time because we were, it was like following an intimate situation, mm-hmm. but it was bugging me. So I was like, I'm just a little curious. Like I've noticed you've changed your hinge prompts a couple of times. And he was casually like, yeah, I did. And I was like, all right, I'm just wondering like what that means. And he didn't really directly answer what that means. I feel like I had to like drag it out of him. And he hit me with a like, oh, well that was at the beginning of like, that was when we first met that I said that I deleted it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But communicate that communicate that like I literally would have had no problem with it but it stressed me out because you said one thing and your actions did not match your words so now I'm over here trying to like put the pieces together and figure this out and it was driving me nuts that's the worst it's like if you're gonna do one thing and say another and then you know not match up it's like what do you expect me to think here like And then the problem was too, like I said, this was actually one of the periods of time I was saying where I kind of had some past relationship healing I should have been doing anyway. So it did cause like a little bit of a trigger for me. And it did cause me to act a little out of character and in a way that like I was embarrassed about. I mean, not over there like hitting, but I probably said some things that I wouldn't normally say if I didn't have a couple drinks in me and if I wasn't sad. And that's my own fault. I'm responsible for my actions, for my words, for what I consume. I'm an adult. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not blaming him for it. But all I'm saying is um, the lack of communication does bring up some really intense triggers for people. And although everyone is responsible for their own triggers, I do think that the right thing to do is to help try to be a little supportive of that by at least clearly communicating your intentions. 100%. You couldn't have nailed it more on the head. I completely agree. It's like, 
if you want, if like you were saying at the beginning, if you want a relationship, let them know. If you want to just hook up and, and kind of be friends with benefits, let them know. Like if you're what, something in the middle, let them know. It's like, just really share exactly what you want because then both parties know they're both aware. They're both on the same page. It's like, it's at the end of the day, it's like just communication. And it's some people are just really bad communicators. Yeah, and it's like, that is the number one. I'm, I'm, I mean, at least in my world, maybe, I, I don't know if you agree with this, but I genuinely believe that the number one rule in a relationship is like to clearly communicate, communicate. That's the key to a relationship, communication. Absolutely. And so with that being said though, when you're talking about um, your intentions, do you want a relationship? Do you want a friends with benefits? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that fun little game of friends with benefits? Ooh, that's a good question. So I would say definitely both parties have to be on board with that and going into it like, hey, I'm looking for a hookup. Oh, okay, me too. Like, and I guess the, the, if you're already friends with that person and then you start hooking up, that can get a little weird if, if there starts to be feelings or, you know, one person thinks that they're going to be friends with benefits and then they kind of start having feelings that can get tougher. Um, I agree. I think it's really important to make sure you're on the same page if you want to maintain a healthy friends with benefits relationship. I agree. Um, so then I would say, I would say making it known that you're not like, this is not going to turn into a relationship. And, and I guess that is the communication part, but I mean, I've definitely had friends with benefits back in the day um, when I had my quote unquote host stage if you will I love it uh, <laughs> um I feel like everyone should definitely have a host stage by the way and even if it's not called that for you have your fun quote-unquote fun time I feel like it is so important and just really like exploring different things different relationship or maybe not relationships different people I know that sounds really bad but like well, that was feel- a way of putting it though because there are different forms of relationships that you can yeah. have while dating so I don't yeah. think that was a poor choice of words at all yeah and just just really because then what you learn is like you learn what you like right Mm -hmm. like oh wow this person is like really whatever and sexual relationships or intimacy um situations um I feel like it can be it can be fun but it can also be a little messy if feelings start to be involved and you kind of have to as hard as it is sometimes you have to like shut it off but it's like if you're starting to have feelings, how the hell do you shut that off? So it can, it can be a little messy, I'd say. I do think it can be messy. I do think it's possible to have healthy friends with benefits relationships, but in my experience, I think that the way to do that is to keep it short and sweet. So I had a friends with benefits back in the day, (laughs) which, um, you know what, it was a pretty great friendship. Um, it was a pretty great relationship, whatever the heck you want to call it, situationship. Is that the name for it these days? Yeah. It was a pretty great situationship. Um, cause we were definitely on the same page. Uh-huh. And the problem was though, uh, and of course I was the one who ended up catching feels by the way, that's where this story is going. <laughs> but the problem was like, not for nothing in my defense, he started like trying to hang with me literally every single day. We were having uh-huh. sleepovers like every single day. Like he started 
he literally took a key to my apartment, like, because he was just letting himself in, like leaving his toothbrush there and thought that I was absolutely insane when like nine months in, I was like, wait, so is this exclusive? Like, am I not like, what are we doing just so that we're on the same page? Cause we weren't, we weren't exclusive. We mm-hmm. were on the same page about kind of like, you know, having fun whenever with whoever, we didn't really talk about that. And we, we were, we were just on the same page about what was okay and what wasn't, but like nine months in of like spending literally every moment together, like the only time we're apart is when we're both working and we'd even go out like with our friends in groups with ourselves, like dinners, like we would do like, you know what I mean? Like we would do couple relationship things. Yes. And then I was absolutely crazy for wanting to kind of define what that was because it was clear that we were no longer doing what we had originally agreed to. But then Mm. the funnier part is I was then even crazier for moving on and meeting someone else because quote unquote, I knew how you knew how I felt about you (laughs) after like, you know what I mean? So there's that game, that communication, like, so it was like just this huge mess um, that started off fine, which is why I came to the conclusion that one of the most important things is really, really, really making it a point to keep it short and sweet. So if you want to see each other, if you want to spend the night, that's fine. But like, you can't be doing full on like weekends to weeks at a time, like, or even if you do a full weekend, that's fine. But you should probably only be doing like a weekend a month, like not every weekend or every other week, like keep it short and sweet, meet up here and there. But once you start hanging out too much, then you are not a friends with benefits. You are in a relationship and people are going to catch feelings. I I couldn't have nailed that better. You definitely need to keep it short, keep it sweet. Definitely limit the time because then naturally you're going to, you're going to have feelings and that's just human nature, really. Yeah. Like, and it, the thing is, it's really easy to fall in love with a situation too so you're going out and you're having fun and you're doing all these things and you have that warm body all of a sudden you think you're in love whether you are or not right that's it so you know what I mean it's getting messy regardless of whether the feels are even there because the illusion starts to make you feel like they're there right and the boundary setting is just critical boundaries 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 so important so what would you say is the most important boundary then? The commu- well, is it the communication? Did we kind of already say that? <laughs> I mean, I would say communication, but also just like, I would say setting the boundary, like, hey, we're not going to hang out all the time. I feel like that might be the most important. Well, besides the communication, just like well, really being. Almost one in the same too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing. Yeah, be clear about your intentions from the get-go and make sure that you're on the same page and that you're not setting yourselves up for failure because right. that, that's, I think that's why a lot of these types of relationships crash and burn because yep. a lot of people aren't on the same page. Mm-hmm. That's what it's coming down to. And the person who has the power is always the person who likes the person more. Yes, that's um, always, and there is always one. It doesn't matter how awesome you are. It doesn't matter like, it's the, the person who has the power is the person who doesn't like the person as much. Like if I liked the guy more, he has the power. Sorry. You know what? I knew what you meant. So I'm glad you just clarified that for those listening. <laughs> Cause I brushed right over the fact that it wasn't. <laughs> Cause I just like, I kind of 
absorbed how you meant it, I feel like. But no, exactly. The person who likes, whoever is the one that is liked more has the power. And there's always gonna, and like I said, it doesn't matter. You can be like, you can technically be the better one and still like the person, the other person more. Like it all, so you know what? There's always gonna be one of those and they will always have the power. And that is when things start getting sad. Absolutely. Because then you see people like I've seen, I have some friends um, that when they tell me stories about these, it's funny because it's easier to, when you're listening to other people, it's easier from the outside looking in to see the reality of it. But when you're in the situation, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard when you start feeling a certain way. It's hard to just see clearly, honestly. I totally have friends tell me stories and it makes me sad because it's like, oh, this person doesn't deserve you. Like they are so mean, like you are giving them so much love and support and they are just being mean. And you see that happen a lot. Yeah, that's, that can be so hard because it's like, they're already in it and it's like, oh, but it's just a friends with benefits. It's fine. But then it's like, you know, that that person probably likes them, you know? And it's really tough. Like, cause there are some people, like, I know I've seen this firsthand that sometimes when you really like someone, you're willing to endure pretty much anything just to spend time with them. So it's like, you know, they don't even like you, you know, what their intentions are, you know, they're going to drop you as soon as they meet someone else, but you're going to go every single time they call just because you want to see them. And that is so unhealthy. (laughs) Oh, unhealthy. And if they're seeing other people too, you're always like, well, what if they're with that person? Like it, it gets, it gets tough, but you're right. It can be, it can be healthy as long as there's boundaries and intentions that everyone knows about and everyone's on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as long as you start off with that, then you should be good. No promises. I mean, you're t- I'm, I'm single, so I don't know why any of you are listening to my dating advice. Listen to Janae over here. Like... No, I love it. I love the stories. It's, it's entertaining for sure. It's so wild. I actually re-deleted Hinge the other day because I was like, nope, I need, no, I need a break. Uh-uh, goodbye. That's <laughs> That's totally fair. I feel like when you think you need a break, just do it, you know, just do it for you. So I think that a funny topic could be the difference between the dating apps. So let's start by, I want to ask you what dating app you met your partner on. I met him on Hinge. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that because as we segue into this conversation, I think Hinge is like the relationship app. Yes. Tinder is like the hookup app. Correct. Yep. I'm not really familiar with the others. So you want to like enlighten me on some more? So Bumble, I did like, that's the one where the, the girl has to reach out first, which I, I liked that one, but it was also a hard one because I would message the guys and then they would never get back to me within the 24 hours. And then it just disappears. And it was always disappointing. Cause like if someone's not on their app or they're working and they forget to look at it, it's like, it just disappears. So it can be very annoying. Tinder's definitely the hookup app. Um, I mean, I definitely went on like plenty of fish. I went on OkCupid. Wasn't really a fan of those. Those were like too many questions. It was like a, I felt like I was in like high school again and went in like a, a hundred page test that you had to answer all these questions. I was like, this no, that's is too much. much. That's way too much. Um, but yeah, I would say personally, my favorite one was Hinge, but Tinder is very entertaining. If you just want to like 
fuck around and find out. No, Tinder is extremely entertaining. So it was funny because when I first started dating again and I downloaded the apps, I went on Hinge because a friend of mine was like, go on Hinge. I didn't know yep. what it was. She was like, hey, I'm having some pretty good luck on Hinge. And the people on there appear to be normal and it's going yep. really well so far. Sign up. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try Hinge. And then, you know, like you only get so many likes a day and all that fun stuff. So I was bored one night and I was like, let me just download Tinder too. And I was mind blown. I was literally like, wait a second, what is happening? Like I was out of the scene for so long. And like, Uh the thing is, I am not, um, you know, I'm not shy. Like I'm not bothered by this. You know what I mean? But I was just like, mind blown. Like I was like, I cannot believe how door it's like, I literally, the first person I matched with like 30 seconds later immediately was like, want to see a picture of my, (laughs) no, no one wants your unsolicited nude. Like no one wants it. Why would I want to start with that? That is just like absolutely wild. (laughs) You're like, no, thank you. And please don't send it to me without my consent because it's disgusting. I don't want to see that. Listen, unsolicited nudes are the worst thing that you can do. So like, if you're listening to this right now and you've done that before, don't ever do it again. (laughs) Not do it. No one wants to see it. Unless someone asks, you should not be sending a nude. Absolutely. Unless you ask, do not send anything. (laughs) Yes. Like, no, it's so wild. It's just so, and on that app, it's like, that's the first thing. And then it's like, even the next person I get, like two seconds later messages me and they're like, want to sit on my face? And I was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> right? like, wow, this is how we start conversations now. Like, I'm great, thanks. Yeah, okay. Have a good day, bye. Unbelievable. It's, it's so wild. But it's funny, though, because it is different. Like, that, that is definitely just more so Tinder. Like, I, I haven't really had that issue on Hinge. Mm-hmm. On Hinge, That's- it's definitely more direct. Um, although I do find on Hinge, the other issue is some people not being able to find the balance of, like, love bombing and just be nice. Like some people dive right in and it's absolutely, let's talk about love bombing. Yes, let's do it. I actually, like I had heard of the term and then I did a podcast with this woman and she was like, what about love bombing? And I was like, I like know what it is, but what is the exact term? So I literally had to like look it up and just like do my research. Cause I was like, I know what this is, but the term I was like, okay. So it's I would love for you to, yeah. Define this for us, please. Love bombing. That's- when someone is like, you know, you hang out with them or talk to them at first and then they just immediately start like complimenting you and calling you babe, just like really like too much too fast. Right. And it's like, it's like overwhelming and it's like just way too soon to be calling me babe and, you know, giving me all these compliments constantly and just it's, that's what love bombing is. So I think it is a big red flag for one when someone starts calling you pet names like very quickly it's a no-go for me I just I can't do it I'm not into it it's a turn off it's like let's wait for that like <laughs> let me let's get to know each other first I agree it's a big one for me because I have been love bombed a couple times but before I realized what it was I fell into it a couple times actually right I'm a very loving person so like yeah. when I do feel that love, like it's really easy for me to absorb and like reciprocate. I match people's energy quite often. So that's like a big, that was a big issue that I had to like learn to unlearn, <laughs> to like nope. be aware of those red flags. So like the thing for me is now when you hear those pet names right away, like that automatically is like a siren goes off because that's just, you don't need to be doing that. And then it's also like, what do you not remember my name? Cause why are you calling right. me? Babe? We met like 30 right. seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
percent. And I, I, I agree too. Like back in the day, I used to love that. I'd be like, oh my God, he's calling me like honey or whatever. But now I'm like, oh, well, yes, I used to think that was good. And now I'm like, Ugh, no, Ugh. no, no. And then when, if it's like a ton of compliments constantly, like you would do, I, like I, my love language is worth words of affirmation. I love compliments whatever you know words of acknowledgement whatever but if it's too much constantly like and what do you oh what are you doing like what are you doing tonight what are you doing tomorrow like if they're like constantly having to know what you're doing and where you're at and who you're with big red flag I agree 100% because honestly that's the other thing I mean if you want to maintain a healthy relationship anyway then you need to both be able to have your own personal freedom regardless. So if you're jumping into a new relationship, already stressing that that's going to definitely be an issue long-term. Yeah. Big red flag. Yeah. I just try to think what other things are love bombing the compliments. Oh, like having to be together 24 seven. Like if you went on one day, he's like, Oh, like let's hang out tomorrow. And you're like, Whoa, pump the brakes here. Yeah. Like relax, (laughs) relax. 100% too much. Too much too soon it's like the perfect yeah phrase. Well, it really is what it that is what it does come down to and I feel like it covers like every category like no matter what like too much too soon like just ease off if you are right. putting in too much too soon that's it that's a problem and that's, that's not to say like for anyone listening right now we're not saying that you can't compliment we're not right. saying not to be nice we're not saying like we're not saying ghost and don't try to make a second date or make more plans just be aware be intentional and don't throw it all on at once and try to don't try to create a full relationship literally in a week you know what that's the other thing not for nothing I think that dating is supposed to be fun but instead it's stressful because everyone wants instant gratification they want the end instead of having the fun of dating you're trying to be like at the altar and you're only hurting yourselves you're missing so much with that right oh that that is so true. Like, don't go too fast. Like take things slow and gradual and like really get to know the person, not just like, oh my God, you're so hot. You're so beautiful. Oh my God. I love the way you kiss me. Like, it's just like, okay. Like you can, I completely agree when you were saying like, we're not saying don't be nice. Don't be, you know, complimentive, but like do it gradually, do it occasionally, you know, just do it naturally, you know, be yourself. Let it just flow natural, authentic. Right. That's what's, that is what's going to do wonders for you. Authenticity. Totally so this raises a good question. What do you think is, I say this lightly because I don't think that there's technically a right or wrong way. I think everything is different per situation. It depends on the people. It depends what they're looking for, but for the most part, like generally, what mm-hmm. would you say is the right amount of time to get to know someone before you decide whether to make it serious or if we're still just dating and feeling it out? Like, where is that? What's that? What's that balance? Yeah. So I would say with my experience, I, my boyfriend and I, for an example, we probably hung out for like three months and it was like very consistent, not like I didn't question things like it was very like easy flow like I didn't have to like because we were 40 minutes apart also um so that was a little tough at first but like it was never like 
him ditching me or like we set a plan it was like we both did it and and it was always like he came to see me I came to see him and so I think in the relationship you can kind of feel out like okay like we are progressing you know we are hanging out he is doing what he said or he or she is doing what they say you know we're gonna hang out Friday night it happens being consistent um I I don't know I would say two to three months and then maybe you kind of have that conversation and hopefully you're on the same page of like okay yes we do want to see how this goes uh, but like my end goal is you know being in relationship and obviously making that clear but yeah I would say I would say two to four months ish yeah no that sounds pretty legit to me I actually had this conversation with one of my best friends and that's actually the same number we came up with oh really yeah we were saying you know well the reason we were talking about it is because we were both in the dating world and <laughs> we were both dealing with similar situations where we were dating people for like a few weeks and then you know it's either going somewhere it's not but then it's also like how do we know if that's actually true we still don't even know them and it's how do you decide when to let that person go or to keep trying and to find that number where it's respectful to both parties and a healthy situation where you're not dragging it along and hurting anyone for no reason, but you're also not ending it too soon before you even get a chance to actually find out. Because another thing that I have to say I've noticed is you are not getting to know the real person in the first month or so. Everyone is oh. on their best damn behavior. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Or even if they do like, it's just like, you're not getting to really know them. And then, or even if you think you are, I feel like it goes both ways. Either they're on their best behavior or they're trying so hard to prove themselves to you that they're also not being themselves. And you're not, because you know what? That's another thing. Again, people are responsible for their own healing, for their own triggers. But that is definitely something that I've seen happen a lot firsthand with the whole diving in and trying so hard to be something you're not because you're afraid to be who you are because you just want to be dating. And it's like, you do realize somewhere along the way that you're missing a piece of yourself and that they're ready, that you want to show them who you are, but now it's too late because that moment passed. Like I've seen that happen right. a lot to a lot of people oh, I know, actually. I completely agree with you. Cause you, you're right. You are on your best behavior. You're trying to impress that person, whether that being, you know, hanging out with them and buying them dinners or like really like doing some extravagant shit, but it's like, be yourself, let it just flow. And I feel like you'll know, like, I think you'll really know like, okay, this is definitely going somewhere or, you know, eh, maybe this, you know, we've hung out multiple times. I don't know if I'm really feeling it, you know? And you know what? I think a key thing to remember with that is if you feel like you can't be yourself, mm -hmm. then listen to that red flag. Yes. To that red flag. If you feel like there was a time where I was actually dating someone and I thought I really liked him. I think I more so liked the situation. I liked the things we did together, but I was acting so out of character because like he kind of made it clear that I wasn't exactly who he wanted to be with, but still kept hanging out with me. So in my head, I had to like prove that I was who he wanted to be with. So instead of acting like me, I was acting like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm proud of it. Like, but, um, you know, like I was not being myself. And in the end, I was so mad that he didn't see the real me. Mm. that It took one of my really close friends to be like, well, fuck him too, though, for making you feel like you couldn't be the real you like that in itself should have told you that that wasn't meant to be anyway. Absolutely. That's even so said, 
Yeah, they said like, even if you are wrong, like even if you did act crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still a red flag that you felt like you had to act different. Right, yeah. Acting yourself and feeling like you can be your true self, that is huge. Like, if you feel like you're like, I don't know, if you feel like you're, if that person thinks like they're better than you or something, like they're kind of putting you down and you're like, oh, well now I have to be like all proper and like whatever. It's like, no, that is a huge indicator that that person is not right for you. Cause you should be, I mean, I'm super like weird and quirky and like silly and like you best believe I'm not, maybe not, not going to bring that on like the first date, but like you best believe that like I will throw in some like little things like the first couple dates, like I'm not going to pretend that I'm like some like prim and proper little weirdo. Like I'm, (laughs) I am who I am. And if someone doesn't like that, if I'm quote unquote too much for someone, that's on them. That's not on me. I'm not going to change myself. You know, if I'm too much, go find less. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh, I think, I actually think a lot of my dates failed or not failed, but like they didn't go you know, to the next one, because I, I truly think that I might've been too much for someone, not that I care or that I was going to change, but I truly think that that was the case in some points. Cause I have high energy. And if you, you know, you know, you don't have to match it, but as long as you're okay with me, like always being like on that upper level of energy and just frequency, then that's fine. But if you're not cool with that, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna work. Oh, trust me when I tell you, I totally get that because I am 100% too much. (laughs) I am way too much. Like all the time. I'm loud. I am also high energy. I'm Italian. So I'm like, my arms are flailing while I'm screaming. People like, you're so loud. And I'm like, but I'm whispering. (laughs) I feel like our energies are kind of similar. Like I am always the loudest person in the room. Like I'm always so excited. I'm very enthusiastic. That's just how I am, you know? No, I definitely get that. And I'm glad that this came up though, because for those of you listening, if you have ever felt like you were too much or that you had to tone yourself down, then you were with the wrong person anyway, because you don't have to tone yourself down for the wrong, for the right person. I'm sorry. You do have to tone yourself down for the wrong person. You do not have to tone yourself down for the right person. So if you feel like you're being too much, then yeah, okay, maybe you are too much for them and that's okay because they don't have to, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to be a match with everyone. So it's okay if you're not a match and it's okay to acknowledge that, to let it go and move forward, but you can't stick around and tone yourself down for someone. No way. It's not worth it because it's going to get exhausting. You're going to try to do it and you're going to realize, oh, wow, I have to put on this act. No, hell no. Be yeah, you. you should never be putting on an act. That's never. All, not for nothing. That in itself is just a toxic relationship. If you're putting on an act, then you are not in a healthy relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Always be yourself. Stay true to yourself too. Absolutely. Always and forever. (laughs) Love it. That's awesome. So now I do want to ask you, because we talked about some of your horror stories. Do Uh you have any embarrassing moments of your own that you're willing to share with us? Odd. Embarrassing moments of my own. Well, one time, I'm trying to think of, I feel like I always do embarrassing things, so it's probably not even like that crazy, but I'm just trying to think of something specific. Well, one time, oh, this is actually a good one. Not even so much, I don't know, it was just awkward. So I was on this date with this guy. I really wasn't feeling it with him, but I kind of was just like, 
I kind of just wanted to have a fun night and that sounds really bad but I was just like whatever we're just gonna go out we started walking around town I showed him like you know the little downtown area and we sat on this bench and like he just kept on making out with me and I literally was just like I need to get out of this how how do I do this so I literally was just like sorry I gotta go home like I literally was just like I like I I kept on mentioning it mentioning mentioning wow I can't talk and he like getting the hint and I was like bro like I really gotta go and he just like kept on wanting to make out and I was so I was so awkward because I was just like I gotta go I gotta go like I was just and that's to to me embarrassing because I was like I felt like I was being super awkward because I just wanted to get out of the situation but I didn't know how because it was like we were sitting in a bench park you know um so that was a little awkward I'm trying to think what else in in all seriousness though like if you were uncomfortable then you're right to get out of the situation so I know (laughs) like I just and he kept talking that's why I couldn't like just leave like and I was like oh this is so awkward and then oh I went on a date this this just came to my mind too because I've been on I feel like I've been on a lot of dates that I have to like backtrack in my brain (laughs) nothing wrong with that I went on a date with this guy. He was very different looking than his pictures, had like way longer hair, like just completely different looking. Um, and so I walked up, you know, he was a sweetheart. He was really nice. There was just zero chemistry. So I was just like, I can talk about whatever the fuck I want on this date. Like, I don't have to impress him, whatever. Just shoot the shit pretty much like a friend. And at the end of the day, he was like, oh, like, do you want to go to another place? And I literally, we were, this is the best part. We were at a, um, a mall restaurant, right? So it's connected to the mall. So I literally was like, it was getting to be like almost the time where the mall was going to close. And I was like, I need to get out of this, Janae. How do you get out of this? Like, what, do you, what can you say? And he was like, oh, you want to go somewhere? And I was like, sorry, I actually have to go. I have to go get jeans at the mall. That's literally what I came up with. Oh my gosh. So I literally, he was like, oh, well, do you want me to come with you? And I was like, sorry, no. Like, I, and I just made up this insane, like, I need to just go get jeans. Like, I'm having some event, whatever, whatever. I need, I need a new pair of jeans. Like, I kind of just like to go alone and try them on. Like, it's going to be a process. I literally hugged the guy and just beelined it to go get jeans. And I actually literally ended up buying jeans. And You ended up getting jeans out of it. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Cool. And then he was texting me like, oh, like, how's the jeans trying on? Like, blah, blah, send me pics. And I was just like, I was like, I'm sorry. And then he asked me again for another date. And I was just like, hey, listen, like, you were a really nice guy. Really appreciated the time, whatever. But I was like, and I'm always like this. You know, I, I, I just wasn't feeling I don't see a connection. Always let the person know. I think ghosting is just, what's the point? Then that person's like texting you, blowing up your phone, like, where'd this person go? Like, just let them know, hey, it's not a connection. Hey, I didn't feel it. Yeah, um, ghosting is a new, awful trend that for some reason everyone thinks is acceptable. Right. And I cannot fathom that. Yeah, just let them know. Just be honest. It, and if they take it wrong or, or they take it hard, that's on them. Like, they Absolutely. need to just hey, you're being honest with me. I appreciate it. I only had one guy, I think, get like mad at me that, you know, I was kind of, I don't want a second date, but every other guy that I ever went on a date with was always appreciative that I was being honest, you know? Absolutely. I think honesty is the most important thing. I mean, if you're going to go someone like that's just not even, because then they're sitting there wondering 
what happened, what they did wrong. They're analyzing it. They're really being hard on themselves. Like, so just let them know, just be upfront. And I just, I think that it's very interesting that ghosting has been deemed like acceptable by so many these days. I think that's another thing that comes along with the online dating. People don't really look at people they meet online as a real person right away. Right. So they think it's acceptable to just, you know, treat them like they're not a person and disregard their feelings. And like you said, how they handle it is on them. Absolutely. You can't control how they respond. You can't control how they react. It's on them. But I do think you at least owe it at like just to other human beings as a human being to at least respect their feelings and put it out there and be upfront about it. Right. Be kind, but just be honest. Like, I didn't feel it. And you don't have to be like, oh, you said this and you said that. Like, I never, I never was like, rude about it or like oh like you didn't look like your pictures or you know like I was always very respectful and I think that's a nice way to do it is just like hey I didn't feel it yeah I agree I wish you luck I also think that there is a certain amount of dates you can go on where you eventually can't use that one (laughs) like I think once a certain amount of dates passes on you should probably give the person a reason if you're spending a lot of time with them that's a one date maybe one two date rule yeah because you know what you know on that first or second date if you had chemistry if you felt the butterflies so like if you're using that down the line obviously there's another reason because you like so you know maybe share that that way they're not sitting there trying to figure it out but that's the thing though honesty like you said Mm -hmm. I totally agree it's so funny because listening to your what you call embarrassing stories (laughs) makes me like want to like shun myself better like I can't think embarrassing stories are literally horrific and haunt me to this day sometimes because they usually involve just like awful decisions based on loneliness (laughs) oh well I mean I probably have done that as well but I don't know I feel like I'm always embarrassed I get embarrassed kind of easily believe it or not and so I don't know I probably just oversharing too I definitely overshare a lot or I'll just like keep talking to avoid any awkward silence because I cannot on a date I cannot handle an awkward silence I will just pull shit out of my ass and just keep talking that's probably another thing I can definitely relate to that as well I can I can definitely relate to that but you know what I think the most important thing when you're going from any form of relationship to any form of relationship (laughs) not just relationship to relationship, not like just serious relationship to serious relationship, you know, like serious to friends with benefits or friends with benefits to serious, serious to serious, not serious to not, whatever it is. I think it's extremely important to heal from whoever the last person you were with from that experience to kind of take a moment to reflect on what it is that you learned because in every situation, every person that we meet, and now this is non-romantic relationships too. Every mm-hmm. single person and every single interaction that we meet holds some form of lesson that can help us in our own personal growth and on our own journeys. So I believe that when you are seeing people, it's one thing when you are seeing multiple people at the same time anyways, Mm. But, and like when you're being clear about that, obviously that's a different story. Like when you know you're seeing like multiple people, but if you were just seeing someone where you were feeling something, once you feel the feelings, if you feel feelings for anyone at all, for any amount of time, it's really important to sit back, reflect on what you got from that relationship, reflect on how you feel, reflect what you can take from it. And then to be able to close it and leave it behind you so that you're not dragging 
every bit of your past relationships into every new relationship that you're getting into, because that's just a recipe for disaster. And let me tell you, Janae, I learned that the hard way. (laughs) We all, like you were saying, a lesson. Oh my God. So many lessons learned. Even if it was a shitty, shitty relationship, friendship, like you got backstabbed, you got lied to, you got cheated on every single situation and obviously the good ones too, but you learn, you reflect, you should have the time to reflect. I think that's a huge indicator when you get out of a long, short relationship, like you need time, specifically long ones, but you really need time to like, okay, what did I learn from that what do I want in my next relationship that person you know did this really good but they didn't really I don't I didn't like when they did this and bring that oh I really liked when this person you know gave me um you know uh what do you call it not words of affirmation acts of service like oh they they went and got the mail for me they went and got me a coffee I really enjoyed that about them and just take that into your next relationship I think like you were saying, every single situation is a lesson and you need to take time to reflect and love yourself again. And, and just, I don't know, just, it, it is a learning process. That's for sure. Yeah. And piggybacking off that, it's also important to sit there and fl- reflect on, you know, I didn't really like how I felt when someone treated me this way, or I did like when they treated me this way. But then I think it's also important to acknowledge the you know what? I don't really like how I responded when they did yeah. that. I don't really like how I acted in this situation. That's not who I want to be. I'd rather be this. I want to be able to be this type of partner. I want to be able. So it's important to be able to sit there and reflect as a whole on what you are able to receive, but also what you're able to give and what you believe it is that will make up that healthy relationship that you're looking for. And I think that one of the things, again, that online dating prevents us from getting that time to reflect, to heal and to let it go before moving on. Because, you know, people just, you know, you break up yesterday or on a dating app today because you can't. That's a good point too. And that's the thing, online dating, like it definitely has its pros and it definitely has its cons. And I think it's really important to just find out what works best for you and just kind of try to navigate it that way because I don't think there's any real like right way to do it. No, it is, it's going to happen how it happens. Right. Do what's best for you and what you feel and stay true to you. Absolutely. So I think a few takeaways that I just want to highlight from this was that the key to any relationship in general is communication, being upfront from the beginning, being clear about your intentions, letting people know what it is that you want and making sure that you're on the same page with any potential partners. I also think that it's really important to highlight that it is okay to want a serious relationship. It is also okay to want a non-serious relationship. You just have to figure out what's best for you. And once again, make sure that any potential partners are on the same the same page as you. And then I think the most, um, the last thing I want to highlight, even though we just said it, is I really just want to reiterate that it is really important to give yourself grace and give yourself time to be able to kind of absorb what you've learned in any past or recent relationships before you move forward. That way you're not bringing any extra baggage that's not necessary along that way you can truly create the relationship that you deserve, that you're worthy of, because everyone deserves to be happy and to be able to find whatever type of relationship it is that they're looking for. Absolutely. You nailed it. And is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap this up? 
Ooh, um, I would say just, like I said, stay true to yourself. Be upfront with your, your, be upfront with everything about you and just lay it out on the table and whoever comes to that table and enjoys you and enjoys your company, like truly enjoys your company. They want your company um, that treats you exactly how you want to be treated and just know that no one is going to be perfect. There's going to be things that, you know, you might not enjoy all the time, but at the end of the day, if they make you happy, they treat you right. You have great communication, you know, that might be your person. Yes, absolutely. And again, if you feel like you can't be yourself mm-hmm. then run, absolutely. That's not the situation you want to be in. You don't ever want to have to pretend. If you feel like you can't be yourself, if you feel like you have to tone yourself down, then you are not with the person that you're meant to be with. And that person that is meant for you is never going to think that you're too much. They're going to love you for each and every bit of who you are, no matter how much that that truly is. Yes. Love that. This has been so great, Janae. I am so grateful that you joined me today. I had so much fun with this conversation and I just want to give you a chance to plug yourself and tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can follow along with your journey, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. This was honestly so much fun. I literally loved our conversation. (laughs) I definitely want to have you on my podcast, by the way. Oh my God, I love it that thought up but you guys can find me on all social media i'm on facebook tiktok instagram twitter uh at my naked mindset um that's pretty much where you can find all of my things my personal instagram is at jazzy janae may and yeah please connect with me i would love that You heard it there at My Naked Mindset. You can find her absolutely anywhere with that name. That is also the name of her podcast. So if you'd like to hear any more of these raw conversations, funny stories, serious life topics, head over and check out My Naked Mindset. I also want to take a moment just to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. It's obviously, I can't do it without any of this community that joins in and I mean I'm not gonna lie I would even if you weren't listening I would definitely still do this just because just because I enjoy it but I am so grateful for you all nonetheless for tuning in for continuing to listen for sharing following rating all that fun stuff so thank you so much to all of our listeners again today we had Janae Ledger host of My Naked Mindset I'm Amanda Marie thank you so much for listening to Mindfully Chaotic